everybody this is mind the gape i'm reese and i'm jeep and boo we're getting spooky it's halloween it's, it's our favorite holiday and we wanted to celebrate with an absolute dildo massacre of where am i going with this jeep i a don't texas know texas dildo massacre a texas baby. dildo massacre we are slaying and slaughtering through all sorts of halloween inspired sexual discussions today and sexual sexcapades sexual sexy sexcapades okay give me your gape down what's been the 411 since the last episode so basically i want to talk about there's a few things i want to chat about one i sucked the craziest dick i have sucked in ages like i don't really like sucking dick that much it's like not that big of a deal for me it's kind of whatever but like there's this one finance boy that lives in my neighborhood that i hook up with occasionally which May I say, I want to design like an app that prevents people from fucking finance boys because I am the people. I need to <laughs> Okay, stop. but there's nothing like six-figure cock. There's nothing like six-figure cock. All right, I redact that statement. There's nothing like six-figure cock. But I still want that app. I still, but like, I literally like, my throat was a thrussy. Like I <laughs> truly, my uvula was my clitoris and I I came so hard. It felt like I was getting fucked through my mouth. Okay. Like, like prostate stimulation through my thrust. Wow. I wish I could achieve that. Cause I actually also suck the most insane dick I've sucked in recent memory. Travis Dyson's dick. If you don't know who he is, look him up on Twitter. Big old porn star based in Miami, loosely based in Miami amazing cock but it was literally like you were loosely based in miami Ooh, Ooh. good one i'm loosely based everywhere everywhere i'm just loosely based (laughs) (laughs) um but like i it was just like so like i mean i'll be the first to say like sucking cock is not my forte it never has been like Mm -hmm. my like whole premiere is the whole in my but um was that a french accent it was an attempt at one yes good enough okay (laughs) (laughs) but like i like was literally like sucking the stick and just felt like pathetic because it was so massive and i just like could i could barely get half of it down and like he's obviously just like used to these like gagless twinks who just like throat the whole thing and he was like arguably unimpressed probably i mean whatever we saw your best shot i gave it my best shot but like honestly i just don't want to suck a dick that's bigger than like seven inches because i'm just gonna wholeheartedly agree i'm just gonna embarrass myself like i gag i gag all i gag when i brush my teeth for god's sake like i can't be more than like three feet away from the fucking this guy's cock was the perfect size it was like love maybe around seven ish inches and thick so it was like it was able to hit the back of my throat in the most comfortable way possible like without and that and I just ate dinner beforehand I just ate dinner beforehand um, and like mistake. I probably gave him like honest to god I haven't given like in seven to eight out of ten performance in literal years like not since my twink days but like <laughs> Imagine if I didn't have dinner that night, I would have given him a 10 of 10 dick sucking experience. And I literally like after we both came, like we were like, that was insane. Like that was so mind boiling that we both 
like had a joie de vivre. <laughs> How's my French accent? No comment. After, <laughs> after we like both went out and like went partying. It was we just had this zest for life after that dick sucking. See, that's amazing. And I will say, there's something about being a thrussy that like, like when I was hooking up with this guy Travis, like I was so hard, my dick was just like quivering and like oozing pre-cum like there's something about like it's so ironic bordering on paradoxical about like not being stimulated yourself in this way like where you're truly just like servicing Mm -hmm. someone that's like that was so arousing for me and like so like all said and done mediocre performance but like I had a great time um but like anything else you want to throw down and the game down? One thing I want to talk about and like discuss. Yeah, so let's do it. Last night, I hooked up with this guy. It was kind of bizarre from the get go. He's tall, gentle, like nice, super horny. Came over to my place, like we made out, terrible kisser, not that big of a deal. <laughs> we get into the bedroom and he's eating my ass, and he literally comes in his jeans. <gasps> while eating my ass i'm sorry do you not feel incredible oh i felt so powerful but (laughs) here's where the discussion really begins we then he came twice and i like hadn't quite come and we were kind of like cuddling and just chit-chatting and he was asking me some pretty deep invasive questions about my transition and like kept digging deeper and deeper because he wanted to get to quote unquote know me he works in real estate he's from israel like totally my type on paper okay two huge red flags i'm sorry (laughs) my type on paper red flags and he was he was saying to me that he was like you have to become nobody you truly can't discover yourself until you're nobody. You need to travel to India or Guatemala where you have no privilege and you just need to be nobody and just exist. What I'm the like, fuck does that even mean? What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Once again, another white person is coming up in my face and telling me I should just go to a different country and discover myself. Bitch, I am trans. I spent the past 26 years discovering myself. I spent the last God knows how many years as a man. I've worked so hard to come to the point in my life where I'm like, let's take this transition seriously. How dare you talk down to me and be like, oh no, you don't know who you are yet because you haven't lived in India. First of all, that's really fucked up and kind of racist to people who are It's extremely, first of all, shelving the fact that like, Obviously, you're still going to have privilege as, like, a white person of means in, like, a developing country. Like, shelving that whole dialogue. Like, daddy, chill. Like chill. Like, what? Also, hold on. (laughs) T-pause. May I mind you, I was high off my ass. (laughs) I had just taken a fat edible. My mouth was dry. I was sleepy. And I'm so high. And I was literally begging him to stop talking about this. I was begging him i was like babe i am so high like i i can't formulate a proper response i was honestly thinking of you honestly i was like i wish reese were here (laughs) because like reese would have the words to like put him in his place and i was just like really trying to articulate my thoughts as best i could while i was under the influence (laughs) real estate agents are the worst breed of professionals are we gonna have to beep that out no i stand by that
Another thing that was really upsetting was how he was, I told him the way he was talking to me sounded condescending. And then he told me to stop using big words to sound smart. And I'm like, first of all, I don't think condescending is a big word. Second of all, like I'm using words to be clear and concise and like accurately portray how I'm feeling. Like that's what these words, that's what vocabulary is for, for fuck's sake. And then I couldn't tell if I was turned on by him or pissed off. And then he had a very mellifluous, beautiful, like deep voice. Like I was like, that's hot. entranced by what he was saying because I was entranced by his voice and that's kind of why I let him keep talking because mm-hmm. I was also so, once again so fucking high, high. that I was like uh, <laughs> while he was talking to me I am so sorry that happened to you that and was like so deeply upsetting He, but then he was like he was so into me I told him I was also Jewish and I was like oh you don't see like my menorah like on the desk or whatever blah 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 complete 180 with how he started talking to me he was like you're jewish and then he like was like telling me more secrets of his life and like how he believes life should be like blah 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 blah. and he was like i'm only telling this to you because you're jewish and i really truly believe like we're god's chosen people and i'm like wow this is this like dick sucking ass eating event really took a spin didn't it i love that he's also doing all of this with cum stained pants with cum stained pants pants ladies and gentlemen (laughs) girls gays and theys like it was so surreal and so mind-boggling and then he wouldn't fucking leave he wouldn't leave my apartment he like kept talking and i had to beg him to leave and then he literally had the audacity to be like we're never gonna hook up again and i'm like oh my god that's fine and then he was like he was like but like i want like i want to give you my number and i was like why he's like i want to be there for you Wow. This is just like the worst person I've ever heard of in my entire life. I felt like gaslit. I felt dehumanized, honestly, because it feels like God's prototype for an asshole. It was so bizarre. And he kept saying that, like, I shouldn't take hormones until I travel to India and, like, discover myself. I'm like, and I was trying to tell him, like, I've spent all of my life discovering myself. I've spent all of my life trying to be like, am I a boy? Am I a woman? Like, what am I doing with my life? Like, and I've known since I was a toddler that I was trans. Mm -hmm. I've known since my earliest consciousness that I was a woman and I had like fought it until like, you know, this very day I've been fighting it until like, you know, like, like a couple months ago, honestly, like I finally am at a place in my transition where I'm like, Let's do this. I'm confident in what I'm doing. I'm confident in me. I'm Mm -hmm. confident that this is the right decision because I have, you know, done the research. I know the people. I have communities that support me. And I'm like, this is who I am. This is who I am. And it's time to start being myself. And to have someone, a random hookup, talk down to me like that and tell me I don't know just because I haven't lived in India or Guatemala and, like, I'm too much of a somebody, like, I'm too conscious of other people's desires, which is interesting because, like, Andrea Longshu says, you know, we, we always talk about this, how, mm-hmm. like, our desires are a direct result of what other people think or how other people perceive us. And are in and of themselves, like, not necessarily things we want for ourselves, but, like, we nonetheless desire them. You know what I mean? Like, desire is not always, like, exciting and like yay I want this right it's like 
I didn't necessarily love realizing I was gay as much as you probably didn't like love realizing you're trans you know it wasn't like a it wasn't like a positive experience at first like it's hard and it's difficult and it like washes over you in this way that feels outside of your control and you have to accept it yeah you have to learn to accept it and like this man who has no idea like he had no idea what it was like to be trans he had no idea what it was like to go on hormones he was asking me all these super intense questions and it was just Really intense, especially while I was once again stoned out of my fucking mind. (laughs) And I finally came and then I came to my senses and kicked him the fuck out of my apartment. Good for you. Nut and kick out. Nut and kick out. Come and dump. Get your nut, kick him in the nuts. We could keep going. It was so insane. I'm so sorry. On a lighter note, um, in light of my imminent public personage, we probably should be about that comment. But I will say, (laughs) um, so we are actually going to beep that out. But I will say there is something uniquely fucked up about ethno-nationalism. And I am not afraid to say that Israelis make me wary. And that was a pretty good example as to why. Um, My gave down is not nearly as um, traumatic, emotionally trying. Yeah. Um, I now have to be having extra-relational sex with condoms, which has added a bit of an obstacle to my pouring around um but that being said i just went to miami and did have that amazing hookup with travis dyson i also hooked up with this insanely hot beefy like half brazilian half puerto rican couple who just like both fucked the absolute shit out of me and then drove me to the beach like how it doesn't get any more lush than that you know what i mean like Drove me to the beach, like, set out a little towel for me, put up a big red umbrella, and we're like, lay out, get a tan, like, have some fun. Like, I love Miami. Um, I cannot wait to go back to Miami in an open relationship so I can just get my whole turned out like the slut I was born to be. There is literally no better place in America to get your whole prolapsed than Miami, Florida. I think tops, it's top Mecca in Miami. It is top Mecca, like, I don't, like, if I had wanted to top, it would have been a problem. Which, like, can you imagine? No. Can you imagine? You topping? Never. Okay, fuck off. <laughs> um, I will say uh, the nurse and I have been having extremely fiery sex. We're really reaching that point um, in our sort of, like, budding relationship where we're, like, really learning how to, like, make one another come and also, like discovering like a real like balance with our versatility like I think Mm -hmm. at first it was more like I was definitely like bottoming bottoming more than he was but now it's very like 50 50 which is now that's exciting it is really exciting like it's really exciting because like as I've told you countless times like that's very important to me and like it's also very hard for me to find somebody who strikes that balance um you know, you can call that a process, a a product of like conditioning or like whatever, but nonetheless, it's like difficult to find. And so uncovering that with him has been like really special. And the sex is really, really good. 
and only getting better. And I'm just, oh my God, I'm like giddy thinking about it. Wait, I like that's him so, so exciting. Much. That's honestly really exciting. I know that what that feels like. And it's really special. It's yeah. really special. It is, I hope all of our listeners out there get to feel that specialness. I do too. Oh my God. I love that. Okay. On that sweet note, I guess it's finally time for us to transition into, oh my God. Did you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh no, I didn't. Okay. You know what? That's fine. Cause this is a Texas dildo massacre. So we're just going to skip to the next segment. Um, the one thing to say about Texas Chainsaw Massacre is if you haven't seen it, it's completely and utterly demented, like truly one of the most demented movies I've ever seen. I'm only talking about the original, obviously. Um, but also the cast is like unbelievably I've seen the cast. Hot. Bombshells. Bombshells, like straight bombshells across the board. Like As it should be. As it should be, but it's like borderline uncomfortable watching because it's like you're literally trying to like tamper down an erection the whole time you watch these people get brutally murdered. Like is that what's happening? <laughs> I mean, that's just how hot they are. It's, that's fair. That, that's it's, totally that's fair. really that's the only point I'm trying to make. Now we want to lead into this really fun topic, and I kind of want to lead the charge into this. Please. Sex on Halloween. So, I have only had sex adjacent to Halloween one time, and it was spectacular, love. It was so exciting, and it was ridiculous. So, I am the queen of a last-minute costume. I always have these grandiose ideas that never come to fruition, and so... A few years back, I was once again just a sexy cowgirl in my like snakeskin tube top, cowboy boots and hat, whatever. I'm in Philly visiting a bunch of my friends from school. Love. Big townhouse party. All the floors are packed. So many people. And all of a sudden, the hottest guy at the party walks in. Buff. No t-shirt. Overalls. Farmer hat. So fucking sexy. I'm saying to myself, that's the hottest guy in this party, but you know what? This is a girl's night. Okay. I I don't need this. Yeah, okay. Flash forward to, he is talking to my friends. We're chit-chatting. He's like, I'm like, oh, so what are you supposed to be? And he's like, oh, I'm farmersonly.com. And I'm like, that's hot. And he's like, you know, you and I could probably work out then because I was like a cowgirl. And I was Uh like, oh, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, like, he's just being nice, like NBD. And so then I we find ourselves in the kitchen alone together, just serendipitously. And we start chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. He works in consulting. He wants to go to med school. He's asking me all these really good questions about trans health. And happy to answer them. We're having an amazing conversation. And all of a sudden, he pulls me in for a kiss. And I am shocked, love. I am just... <laughs> I'm shocked, love. Absolutely baffled. We're making out in the kitchen. It's super hot. It's so fun. We both disperse and go to our respective friend groups. I immediately run to my friends and I'm like, guys, I just made out with the farmer. I don't know what's going on. One thing I want to discuss before I continue. And I, I feel bad talking about this because I know my friends are going to listen to this and like have a different opinion. But like, <laughs> I had two gay cis male friends at that party who were very pissy that I made out with that man. And they were both like, well, I could probably make out with him too. Like, uh, I should like shoot my shot. Like, it's not fair that like Jeep got to make out with him and like I didn't. And I'm like, first of all, he's straight and attracted to trans women. He's not attracted to men. And the fact that you're pissy is invalidating my womanhood. It's transphobic. It's transphobic. And I did not appreciate it because they were really bitter that I got to make out with him and they didn't. 
and they both thought they could shoot their shot and they couldn't. You know, it sucks to suck. It sucks to suck, but like whatever. So the, uh, they're gonna they're gonna be like, that's not what happened. I'm gonna be like, that's absolutely what happened. Anyways, so <laughs> then my friends are like, oh, he just walked outside. So I went outside to go see what he was up to, and he's like. Hey, like, I might be calling an Uber. Like, I might be heading home, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's totally chill. And then we started making out in the back alley. It was so hot. My hands are down his shorter alls. It was... Shorter alls? It was so electric that all of the... Have I told you the story? No. All of the sudden, he pushes me away, turns around, and projectile vomits uh, all over the street. Uh and I kind very of very Philly, like, very Philly. I throw my hands up in the air and I'm like, absolutely not. And I start walking back inside and he grabs me and he's like, no, 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 no. I'm fine. I just have a weak stomach. I am not that drunk. I want you to come home with me. And I'm like, I don't know. He throws up again and I go back inside. He goes and grabs me. He's like, my Uber is outside. Do you want to come home with me? And I look at him and I'm like, Sure. So, yeah, I was like literally on the edge of my seat. Like, if you say no, I will kill you. I will end this episode right here if you say no. Sign in the Uber. And we're like cuddling in the Uber. It's like so sweet. I'm a little drunk. He says he's fine. Whatever. All of a sudden, I'm texting my friend Joni. Shout out. And she's like, where are you? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like heading to this guy's apartment. And all of a sudden, I just hear... And he just throws up all over his chest, his beautifully sculpted, like, Greek god chest. And I'm like, this might be a mistake, but I'm heading yeah, to this guy's apartment. What the fuck is up with this guy? <laughs> and so we get back to his place, and he immediately takes off his shorter rolls and is just, like, basically down to his underwear, like, in his living room. And he's like, listen, like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm totally fine now, but, like, I don't know if I want to like hook up or anything, but like I would love to take a shower with you. And I look at him dead in the eyes and I go, this is a wig. (laughs) I'm not getting in the shower. And he laughs and he's like, that's totally fine. And so then we go into the bathroom and as soon as he closes the door, we start hooking up and I'm like, are you sure this is okay? And he's like, yes, I'm totally fine. I'm like absolutely fine. Like I want this to happen. We're making out. I'm going down him. It's super hot. It's super amazing. All of a sudden he pushes me off and he goes, wait, 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 I don't want to come. And I'm like, why? And he goes, I have a girlfriend. Uh, and I'm like, sweetie, not coming doesn't make this any less cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we proceed to have a conversation for like 10 minutes about what the barriers of cheating are, how he Why much- do you always find yourself in these existential conversations with these trash straight men? That this happened this enough this happened I don't I didn't tell you this. This happened again this past weekend no, with a finance you boy. Did tell me oh, this. Okay, good. Whatever. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> but like so I was like Listen, like, I don't, once again, I don't want your first experience with a trans woman to be, like, negative. I don't want you to feel guilt about the situation. Obviously, I don't care because I'm not at fault at all. <laughs> but, like, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, yeah, 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 I love her, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then he flips over, gets on all fours, ass in the air, turns back to me and goes, I want you to fuck me. And I'm like. Did not see that coming. I'm like, baby, bottoming is still cheating. No matter how you look at it, it's still cheating. So I exclaimed that 
he didn't have a condom. I was like, I'm not going to fuck you raw because once again, I don't want you to have any regrets. So we both ended up coming just, you know, fooling around. around. Yeah. And we're cuddling on his bed. We're chilling. And I realize I'm like 30 minutes outside of Philly. (gasps) Oh, no. Where were you? Do you remember where you were? I'm like north to the left. Uh, Oh. Maybe it starts with a K. Oh, like. I know what area you're in. I'm in. I'm up. I'm up I, there. You're up. And like, the I look on his phone. He's like looking at the Ubers. I'm looking at his phone. The Uber is $150 to get back to my friend's apartment. It's Halloween weekend. And in that second, I'm like, how am I getting home? There's no way like I can afford that. There's no way I'm going to tell him, like ask him to pay for that, blah, 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 blah. And he just clicks it. Consulting. Consulting, baby. Consulting. Six-figure cock, baby. It hits different. It does hit different. So he pays for my Uber back to my friend's apartment, and we go downstairs. We're waiting for the Uber. We're making out. We're grinding. It's super hot. But all of a sudden, like, six cishet dudes from the party come back to his apartment. They're his roommates or his friends. Gangbang. And they're, like, baffled. They are shocked to see me <laughs> they have no idea what's going on and i'm like hi guys how is the rest of the party hi. and also like he's still like naked by the uh, way so he's downstairs naked i'm fully clothed and then i leave and we text the next day he's like i had an amazing time but i think this was like a one-time thing and i'm like babe like i live in a different fucking city i didn't expect anything of this right like, I was just having a fun fling like you were. Heterosexual inflated egos are crazy. And then he blocked my number. Sick. Love that for you. Kevin, if you're listening, hit me up. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the note in here is, I totally forgot about the best night of my life. But <laughs> none of this sounds like the best night of your life. It was fun because I won. And, like, I cannot express to you how. And, like, we took a picture together and it was on my old Instagram before it got hacked. He was, like, probably one of, like, the top three hottest people I've ever had sex with. And he, I don't even know how to explain it. We had such amazing chemistry, even though he was cheating on his girlfriend. And it was an absolute fucking mess. But it was a funny story, nonetheless. And you know what? I'll bring you a gold medal next time I see you. Thank you. Congrats on winning. Um, I have regrettably actually never had sex on Halloween, but yet, yet that's true. That is absolutely going to change this year. Very excited. Period. I think we're actually going to, um, Hunter is throwing like a really high stakes fetish party on the 30th, like into Halloween. And I think the nurse and I are going, Oh, go. Yeah. So I think that will be changing for me this year. Um, however, I do have a fun, super short story. So like that is like kind of spooky. Um, when I was a sophomore in college, I went with a bunch of my friends to um, this part. I went to college in Philadelphia instantly. And we went to this party called PEX, which stands for like the Philadelphia Experiment. It's just a bunch of like burning man hoes, like throwing down with, you know, like people who like throw batons on fire and like hula hoop rave girls and like, weird, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, whatever. Um, but it's like a good, it's like a genuinely like good party and it's like really sort of like done up, like high production value, whatever. And so we go and like, 
since it's Halloween, it's costume party. And like, there are people in like insane costumes. And so there's this one like hot beefy daddy in like an incredibly intricate Dia de los Muertos, like get up. And so like, sidelining the fact that it was like definitely probably racist like (laughs) he looked like really good like it was really well done but like this is like a straight dude and so he starts hitting on my friend like whisks her away right we don't see her the rest of the night and we're like you know what good for her yeah good for her right i see her the next day and she proceeds to tell me that like basically they went home together like pretty early on in the evening had amazing sex, but he never, like, took the makeup off. Good. Right. So he Fantasy. had, like, yeah, he had, like, the Dia de los Muertos makeup, like, on his face, right? So he looked, like, just, like, a giant skull. And then, like, she fell asleep. But then when she woke up early the next morning, he wasn't there. And she is convinced to this day he was actually a ghost. Period. Period. And- I Period. think that means we should skip ahead real quick in our timeline to and talk, talk about, about fucking ghosts. What is the word for it? You wrote it down in this in this document. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, spectrophilia. spectrophilia. I'm obsessed. So basically, there's a lot of women around the world that have, and I haven't seen any recollection of like men doing this. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. If you guys know, drop it in the comments. I'm a faggot who can attest to having seen a ghost, but I've never fucked a ghost. You've seen a ghost? Oh, absolutely. Wait, T-Paws, tell me about that. Okay, I was four years old. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was like, there was like this raging thunderstorm. I grew up in Florida, so like this happened. And like, basically, I just had this like, like my house was like open floor plan, like lots of glass, like looking outside. So in the middle of the night during a thunderstorm, like I can see the storm, like essentially from any part of my house and mm-hmm. it's dark and like I'm seeing thunder and, or I'm seeing lightning and there's crashing thunder. And like, it's just like very scary as a four year old. And there was this like really long hallway mm-hmm. between my room and my parents' room, like opposite ends of the house. And so every time, like, I would have a nightmare and I would run to my parents' room, like, I would, like, sort of inch out of my room and I would get to this hallway. And it was so scary because that was where there was, like, the most, like, glass and I could see all the darkness and, like, see the storm. And it was just, like, very, like, it felt like it was just sort of, like, crashing down on me. And so I was just, like, inching, like, very, very slowly. And I'm, like, six feet away from my parents' door, just, like, trying to be so quiet. And I feel this, like, very light tap on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, to backtrack, there was, like, a family that used to live in my house before I did. And the son killed himself falling off the bridge that was, like, right next to my house. So there were all these stories, like, growing up that, like, my house was haunted. Mm -hmm. Necessary context. I turn around, and it's, like, a little boy with like these big swollen lips, like six inches away from my face and his lip, nothing else moves except his lips. And he just goes, boo. And I screamed bloody murder. Like I literally screamed my fucking heart out, like ran into my parents' room. They were like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I saw a ghost and my dad's just like massaging his temple. Like Jesus fucking Christ. Like he does not believe in paranormal activity whatsoever. And my mom was like, oh my God. Cause she's <gasps> my t- son's a psychic. Yeah. She's the total opposite. But like, yeah, that's the only time I ever saw a ghost. You know, but I am still convinced to this day that it was real. I have to my recollection, never seen a ghost, but I'm so open to it. My freshman year, 
my friend's RA, they had a leak in their dorm room. And instead of calling maintenance to fix the leak, the RA was like, let's hold a seance. <laughs> and they discovered there was a ghost following my friend. His name was Brian. Apparently there was a student that had committed unaliving at that school a few years prior, a, a handful of years prior. I don't remember the exact details. And that ghost is following my friend around. <gasps> and Super friendly, super chill. The leak went away. The leak literally went away. That's crazy. After the seance. That's literally crazy. And then a couple weeks later, we held another seance, and there was three people on the board, and our friend Matthew, who wasn't on the board, was writing down the questions and, like, writing everything down. On the board, the Ryan ghost was like, oh, Matthew's grandmother is in the room. Do you want to put her on the board? So we do. So... Matthew tells us a question to ask in Spanish. Mm -hmm. The three of us on the board, none of us speak Spanish. Only Matthew does. The board responded back in Spanish. That is so fucking And nuts. it wasn't like C. It was like a word. And then Matthew started crying. <gasps> and was like, that's my grandmother. And that's when I was like, all right, maybe. Ouija, Ouija boards are crazy. They're so real. Okay, however, question. Can ghosts consent? Can ghosts consent? That's interesting because, like, from what I've done research on about people fucking ghosts, it seems like ghosts do consent and do not care about the consent of the living. So ghosts are actually just raping the living. And it's like, like, there was this one woman who apparently, like, had an affair with a ghost. Her okay. name was Amethyst Realm. Her name was what? Amethyst Realm. Okay, well. Red flags. Yeah. Red flags galore. And... <laughs> She apparently, like, ended up ending her fiancé, ended up ending the engagement because she had an affair with a ghost. she's just serially banging this ghost. And after the, because the husband saw the ghost. <laughs> apparently the husband <gasps> saw the ghost. Ah! And that's why he ended, the, he ended the relationship, he ended the engagement. And as soon as the end of the engagement, she fucked that ghost all over the house. And she was like, I cannot have sex with real men anymore. I can only have sex with ghosts. So for the they past come, 10 years. like, dust or like How dark matter yeah like what how do ghosts come what are they coming because i want to get my pussy loaded with ghosts. no because that's what i'm saying if like because like if this ghost i saw when i was a kid is of like legal age like i want him to suck my dick because he has some serious dsl some serious thrusty games serious thrusty game they ghosts definitely have serious thrusty game there's no way you have a gag reflex when you're dead um <laughs> period though period period though next note we have a sex and costume slash role play now, wait are we gonna skip scary fetishes no no that's next oh hi oh sex and costumes and role play yeah okay athletic wear costumes so like i did think this was hot but then actually that under party made this like scathing note because apparently it has like a quote-unquote really strict door and it the note was literally no furries no athlete no no slutty athletes honestly good for them no like honestly good for them but like to their point like the slutty athlete fetish costume is lazy lazy it's fucking it's lazy lazy it's and lazy. like i get that it's hot like i really it's do accessible but it's t it's lazy you're not giving me your all 
and I want everything. Give me a fantasy because like it's so accessible. It's so all year <coughs> round. Like we want something for the Halloween moment. Right. Give me something for the moment. I totally agree. Give me like let's let's skip ahead quickly to hot costumes. Give me gladiator. Give me Mortal give me Kombat. gladiator. Give me a lat. Okay, I don't know how I feel about Aladdin. Um, I just think Aladdin's really hot. I do like a okay. Also, they did say no bunnies, but like I love a twink bunny. Like, I love a let bunny. Let me tell you, I want nothing more than like a tiny, gorgeous little twink in bunny ears to just split open and watch him scream. Or Spooky. a cat maid outfit. I love cat maids. You do love the cat maid thing. It's, I think it's hot. I mean, I kind of agree. I would love to see the nurse in a cat maid look. Honestly, I would love to see that too. He would look really good He would in look that. really good in the cat maid He would look really good look. in that. I'm going to text him about that afterward. Text him that. I'm really into that. Me too. Um... As far as role play, I also love I there are a few fantasies that I absolutely am gung ho about. Like teacher student, I've always thought super hot. I've never fucked my professor, but I have fucked professors, mm-hmm. friends, professors. Mm-hmm. It's hot. It's hot. Um doctor role play is something that I'm also very into. Okay, but on the scarier side of fetishes and role plays, let's jump to like vampires. I think we're going to skip blood play because that's like a little too scary for me. The note on blood play is don't do it. Don't do it. I dated a guy very briefly in Paris who had a blood play fetish and he was bisexual and he only really got to live out that fantasy with girls in their period and that's the only way I want him to live out that fantasy. Yeah, like at the end of the day, like I... I, it's not even like a judgment call on the fantasy itself so much as like it's just dangerous it's yeah. just a dangerous thing to do don't do it um but it is interesting that like that is like such a taboo when there is this sort of like ubiquitous fawning over like vampires and vampires mm-hmm. as like a fetish like I mean that was like a huge moment when we were kids right obviously there's Twilight which like Jacob versus Edward like we'll touch on that but like there was then like the vampire diaries and there was like also that other vampire show on HBO that I'm forgetting the name of True Blood oh True my blood. god yes. wait pause True Blood like my whole hot, family watched that hot. show. It's hot. Like together, which is a really fucked up show to watch with your conservative Republican parents. And it was just because Nar. the Southern fantasy was like my mom's whole vibe. But like Ryan Quantin, who plays the brother of Sookie Stackhouse on the show, like I don't want to say made me gay, but like made me realize there was no going back to women. So what do you think it is about vampires that we're so attracted to? Because it's like, besides the fact that they're like supposed to be hot, right? Because like this goes back all the way to Dracula, right? Like any sort of like, you know, serious reading of Dracula will talk about the fact that it has like serious sexual undertones, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, what is so attractive to us about vampires? power knowledge knowledge is an interesting one right like they've lived forever so like they you know have like all this experience to bring to you for me it's something about like like you know they're always like suck like they're sucking your blood like out of your neck right like the way like a vampire Mm. always like or like a lot of times the way a vampire lures you in is literally like through sex right and then it's like because like they have to get close to like your neck and like they have to be sexual they have to lure you into close proximity and then boom they bite you and so i feel like with the biting it's like this like submitting to something just like 
Like that's where the power comes in, right? It's like complete, like literally like limp submission. You should see me. I'm like look acting like a fucking never mind. You should uh. see him. <laughs> the way my neck is just like cranked talking into the microphone. Um but no, I think it's like so interesting that like there is this like huge cultural tendency towards seeing vampires not just as these whatever these like creatures of the night this like halloween moment but like these like deeply and profoundly like sexual things like i literally i I literally feel my hottest when i'm a vampire for halloween really i like vampire is probably the costume i've done most only because i just think it's sexy i think the hottest i've felt on Halloween was when I was a slutty schoolgirl one year. Slutty schoolgirl, it's a good time. That probably made me feel the hottest. Maybe I should be a Halloween for or a Halloween. Jesus Christ, maybe I should be a vampire for one of the days this week. That could be fun. No, you know what? I should be a vampire victim. Vampire victim, sexy. Vampire now, victim's hot. Okay, hold on quickly because we can't not say it. Edward versus Jacob. You're team Jacob. I'm team Jacob. He's just a hotter person. Now, all my life. I was team Jacob because I like him thick. But, however, I watched all of Twilight with my partner. And it changed my perspective. I am I get Edward now. I get it. I'm He's sorry. so Edward, in love no. with her. Edward is a 300-year-old man who is weirdly categorically obsessed with a 17-year-old girl. That's fair. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's weird and it's like he's only it's just like edward is obsessed with this girl because like he can't read her mind you know and it's just like that's exactly but like this is literally what shitty men do all the time right like they are literally chasing after something by virtue of the fact that they feel they can't have it yeah right like they're like i i'm like where like how do I separate what's like some sort of genuine, uh, ignoring the egregious age gap, which is obviously just a joke, but like, how do I separate like what is ostensibly genuine affection from like really like your just maddening desire built on like what's inaccessible, right? Like it's just, I mean, arguably Edward groomed her. Yeah. And Jacob tried to tell her. Jacob was like, Jacob tried to tell her. Jacob tried to tell her. Jacob tried to. And he had a six pack. An incredible arch. I'm sorry. Incredible body. Incredible body. Hot. That's a 17 year old. I would bang. My jaw just dropped. We might peep that out too. We might. But like also like he's not a real person. (laughs) He's not a real person. (laughs) He's also a werewolf. So I think it's the last no under spooky fetishes is necrophilia. We're okay, gonna, yeah, we've talked about spectrophilia. We've got to touch on necrophilia. Now, I want to bring up something because I watched uh, the Disney movie Zombies. I think it's called Zombies. It's one one and two where it's like zombies versus cheerleaders. Literally have no idea what you're talking about. Such a great series. Everyone should totally Stop. check it out. <laughs> and now my question is, like, as someone who's definitely the hot cheerleader, would I fuck a zombie? Here's my thing. How long have they been dead? How long have they been dead? Good cue. Like, mm, but also like at the end of the day, and like I've told you this, like, like my thing with necrophilia is like, if you're fucking like, cause like, obviously you're not going to fuck someone who is dead, but it's like, what if they die while you're having sex? And here's my thing. If you're fucking me and I 
die and or am dying while you fuck me like you better not you better fucking not because like i cannot go into the grave <laughs> you are just nodding your head like so stoically when i say that because <laughs> i just like really believe you and like you hopefully agree like, and i i i agree that like if i were to die while we were having sex Especially I need to if go, I love you, you have to come and say I me. have to go into the grave bread. I fully agree. Yeah. Would I fuck somebody? Would I come if someone died while I was fucking them? No. I mean, I if, think I would be too, like, you know, like, freaked out by it. I mean, if I know that's their dying wish, like. If I know that's their dying wish, I will respect that. Yeah. You gotta, res- you gotta respect someone's dying wish. Period. But yeah. Oh, this is a really fun one that's totally off topic. Would you eat somebody to stay alive? <laughs> so I recently watched um, The Platform, this amazing Spanish film with my roommate. And I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but you should all go see it. It's super creepy, super fun, really adrenaline rush. And I just want to know, Reese, would you, if you had to eat somebody to stay alive, would you do it? Are they themselves alive? Like, do I have to kill them? Yes. Mm, if I really genuinely don't like them, yeah. If they're dead or they're dying, yeah. If they're trying to kill me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. baby. The challenge is on. Like, I'm, I'm fierce. No, if it's go- if if we're going like hunger games come cannibal like yeah of course but it's like if it's just like me and like person b like sitting on a deserted island like i'm not just gonna like knock them dead so i could eat them like Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna try to outlive them but like if it comes to the point of like combat like yeah i'm definitely gonna yeah 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 um Holly's Halloween costumes we kind of touched upon, but we didn't touch upon our Halloween costumes. What are you going to be this year, Jeep? So this year I had a really good idea, and I think I'm actually going to be able to execute it this time. I'm going to become <laughs> Jizz Ejaculate. <laughs> I'm basically going to wear this like hot, I'm going to making this like bodycon dress, and I have this like white, I'll show you the fabric when I, when we're done. Mm-hmm. It's like this white kind of reflective vinyl fabric, and I'm cutting out these big cartoony like drips. So it looks like I'm dripping in this white reflective juice. And then I'm going to attach a gold chain to a tissue box. And that'll be my purse for the evening. That's hot. That's hot. I have a couple costumes. I'm being Mermaid Man and one of my friends, Haley. Hi, Haley. You definitely don't listen. Go fuck yourself. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't. She's going to be Barnacle Boy. Um, which I think is going to be a great time because you know what? They served cunt. Like they served cunt. Mermaid man is in like orange body con with this like belt that has a huge gold plated M on it. Wears fuzzy pink house slippers and a shell bikini. Like, can you do better? You know what else serves cunt that I tweeted about recently and made a few semi-viral TikToks about? Oh my god. <laughs> that are great Halloween costumes. The Neopets fairies. Oh Those fairies are all serving cunt. They baby. are all 10 out of 10. 
They're all so hot. Those are really good Halloween costumes. Get There's, your squad up. The, get, get your squad up. Roll up with nine Neopet fairies. That's hot. That's what I want to fucking see. That's a great costume. But other than that, I'm going to be Gory Bradshaw. And um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, who? But Gory. I get a, it. A, a very oblique riff on Carrie Bradshaw. Um, and I guess a vampire victim for the third day. I think that's going to be hot. I kind of like that. Um, how are we doing on time? We're doing great on time. And I think we should probably end it out with candy bars you'd use as a dildo. Uh, yeah. Okay. Honestly, Almond Joy. I'm saying a Snickers because that vein hits. That vein <laughs> hits. See, but that's like what I want about the, the Almond Joy. The Almond Joy is giving you best of both worlds. It's like part dildo, part anal bead. You know what I'm saying? <gasps> um, 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 nerds wrote. No, that is a little too scary. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Reese. And I'm G. And this has been our spookiest episode of Mind the Gate. Have a great Halloween, and we'll see you next week. Boo. Bye. <laughs>